Hello, welcome to How to Scale a Business. I am Bridget Devin, your host, and today I'm excited to welcome Sean Work with Judicious. Sean is the founder, and they are a marketing agency that excels in search engine optimization and blog and web page content creation. They have grown blogs to 1 million readers a month and have built website traffic that sticks for numerous businesses across North America. Um, I'm very happy to have you on, Sean, to talk about how you're scaling Judicious. Welcome. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah. So um, can you share with us a little bit about yourself and how Judicious got started? Yeah, so um, I was working for two web analytics companies between 2010 and 2017. Uh, one was called Kissmetrics and the other was Crazy Egg. Uh, and at both of those companies, I was in charge of the blogs and um, they turned out to be like the one of the main growth drivers for both companies. Um, and I kind of got, I, tur- I got turned into like a blog editor just kind of like a, a jack of all trades when it comes to internet marketing and just knowing, learning about all the disciplines and connecting with all the right people and then really bringing out some of the best, I don't know, rest, how-to recipes, hacks, things that, you know, help uh, people build online businesses. That's fantastic. Um, so you really saw the work you were doing with the blog content as something that was really building up the previous companies you were at yeah and so eventually there was just demand for my services and it just it morphed into judicious inc fantastic so people were reaching out to you you know and and wanting you to provide you know that type of service for their companies yep yeah okay awesome um Let's see here. Uh, so can you speak about any challenges or obstacles you faced while you've been scaling your business and maybe how you oh, overcame yeah. them? Well, that's, uh, I mean, so we re- we started in 2017, you know, going full time with it. And for sure, one of the biggest challenges is just delegating work and making sure that processes, that I'm not doing everything and that processes mm. are, are uh <laughs> are scaled in a way and set up in a way that other people can take over and do work. Um, there's a lot, I have a lot of knowledge in my head where it, it's like, I feel like it's, it's very specialized and that's why people come to me, but I have to like figure out ways to assembly line things and things like that. So that's yeah. probably the biggest one. The second one obviously is the like pandemic was definitely awkward for us because uh, a lot of our business comes from face-to-face uh, uh, meetings. And so we weren't sure what was going to happen. And it, actually, we, we anticipated that it would, we thought business was going to slow down a lot in 2020. Um, we even reversed our course of what we were going to do uh, for that year, but it turned out to be completely the opposite. So that was really weird. Um, now with 2023, the, I guess the biggest obstacle is there seems to be some kind of like it feels like there's a self-sabotaging. There's going to be a recession talk and things and there's all these layoffs. And I think people feel scared, but it really hasn't hit. It's very, yeah. it's kind of another weird, it's kind of like the pandemic. It's weird. Mm, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to hear, uh, you know, so you guys uh, specialize in SEO. Do you feel like there's a common myth or maybe put a different way, like um, a job you have to educate people on this oh, yeah. power of SEO. <laughs> yeah, it's it especially when we deal with smaller businesses, it's really important to, to set clear expectations. Um, a lot of people confuse SEO with lead generation, 
-hmm. that's not really what it is. I mean, sometimes for certain businesses, SEO does a lot. Uh, it helps a lot and it makes the phone ring and creates business. Um, for other businesses, it's really about just getting traffic to the site. That's really our job. Um, mm -hmm. Converting the traffic into business, that's someone else's job. It's either the people that own the business or a conversion rate optimizer. Um, there's things we can do with suggesting calls to action and things like that to help, but uh, that is, we have to be very clear about that. Oh, right. So um, people, when they're hiring you, sometimes might think that, oh, you're going to both bring traffic in and then maybe even like uh, convert those into sales or something yeah. like that. They, a lot of people, there's two things that happen too. There's, there's something I call, uh, well, there's just, they believe in silver bullets. Like if we, if we pay for this service, this will grow our business. Like just a linear relationship, which is oh, mm -hmm. hilarious. If you think about it, if, if you only needed our services to grow businesses, that would, we would be, we'd be charging a lot of money, right? Yeah. <laughs> because we can make anything work. <laughs> uh, but as we know, growing a business requires many, many components and we're just one component. So, uh, and then the next thing is just kind of, uh, I don't know, I don't know if you call it like single point attribution, like people really, they, they want to be able to quickly attribute something to, uh, we did similar to the th last thing, but like we put X dollars are here or we put this much energy in here and we got this out when mm -hmm. marketing is really, uh, a combination of things that assist each other to bring out a final goal. And so there's a lot of educating on like how marketing really works, like where we fit in. Right. Um, yeah. so that's, uh, yeah, that's always, that can be one of the beginning conversations. So. Absolutely. Um, in your work, has there been a lesson that your work specifically has taught you that you think more people should learn at some point in their life? Oh, for sure. I mean, okay. So you mean, uh, in, in regular life or business life? Either or whatever speaks to you. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's kind of similar to what I've been saying is, a lot of times what we want to do is like when we, when we create content, it's really about, there's this old, I don't know if rule of thumb or saying that I read years ago. And it's about um, someone will read a newspaper ad about a business. Someone will hear a radio spot. Someone will hear the neighbor talk about it. Then they read about them in the paper again the next day. And like after 17 touches, the person finally does business with that business. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, and that's kind of how when we when we formulate this business, we, we like to teach people what really works is when you create a piece of content, it will get search engine traffic to it, right? a piece of written content. Um, but you can also use it for email marketing, social media marketing. So you, you start using this over and over again, and, and then you start talking about it. And maybe you do a podcast and you bring it up, you print it out maybe, and you use this asset over and over again. And it's more of like, what's that? what's that message we have for this week? What's the campaign we're going to do this week or this month? And let's like, let's rally around that piece of content. Um, and so that's kind of the lesson. It's like that repetitiveness and the consistency and using things over and over again, uh, because just like what, doing things, doing one post and publishing it and forgetting about it, that doesn't really, that's not going to help. Right. So mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like a, yeah, I guess, I guess the lesson is you got to think about the number of impressions and touches that you're going to, you're going to get something, get a piece of content in front of people, right? Uh, there's that PT Barnum uh, quote, and I always get it wrong, but it's something like without promotion, nothing happens, right? Or something yeah. terrible, something terrible happens, nothing. And so that's the same thing with content. It's like, you got to promote it. You got to keep using it. You don't forget about it, link back to it. Um, mm. So 
but people, you know, I think people get into the habit of like the to-do list and executing things and all right, we're done with that. Let's move on to the next thing. Right. And sometimes yeah. you don't have to make yourself so busy, always making new stuff. Right. You, you spend a lot of energy on this piece of content. Like let's, let's really nurture it. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more with you. And I see that more, um, as a strategy where, you know, figuring out what is like, an, you know, what is a, a, a medium that, um, um, that you work well in, right? And maybe it's like, oh, a long form blog, right? Mm -hmm. And then you can break that blog up where there's little pieces of it that could be seven days worth of Facebook posting, you know? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and I think that that's a really cool way because especially for like small business owners, um, because, you know, their time is especially limited. Mm -hmm. um, and so that could be a way for them to get, you know, just some more marketing material out there. So um, yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely agree with you on that. Um, so I imagine with promoting your business, there's no challenge with the SEO and the blog writing side. Um, but outside of that, what are some other ways that you um, reach your clients and um, get your name out there that have been the, really effective? Yeah, the most important thing is I focus really on local networking and meeting people in, in my immediate part of the world. Mm -hmm. And getting people to know that I'm, you know, the business I run, we're very unique. There aren't really that many of us down here. And so the, na the name gets out, people start introducing us. It, it becomes very easy to, get, to generate business that way. Uh, instead of doing more, like you would think that we would just attack, attack online only. That's mm -hmm. really not what we do. We spend a lot of time with uh, meeting people locally. Oh, that's fantastic. So you kind of um, are really serving your local community through your services. Mm -hmm. And oh, I love that. I, I, that's fantastic. And, and where I'm at, I mean, is the, the economy here is, I mean, they rank it in terms of like they to next to other countries, GDPs. So there's plenty mm -hmm. of business, oh, yeah. right? It's like, right. there's no point yeah. to focus outside the area. Yeah. So when you talk mm -hmm. about local networking and it's more face-to-face, -face, are these mm -hmm. like, you know, do you find networking groups be really effective or do you find just meeting people or what, what? Yeah, definitely. Great? Uh, networking groups are very effective, but one, one of the things I learned many years ago is you don't want to spend your time with going to as many as possible because that's actually mm. self-defeating. You kind of want to find the ones that work for you and then keep meeting the same people over and over again and really developing real relationships with the right people. Yeah. And that's, uh, that pays a lot of dividends. So. Fantastic. Um, so how would you describe the day-to-day -day operations of, um, you know, your position um, and the work that you do in your company? What would it look like for somebody getting into that type of work? Oh, yeah. You shouldn't ask me that because it's the way I operate is insane. So <laughs> I hate routine. <laughs> and so it's always all over the place. Yeah, there is a, there is like a method to the madness and there is a consistency, but it's completely different every day. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's interesting because you were also talking about one of the challenges was like, was it um, those, those making things scalable, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, is there, are those things relate a little bit, you know, cause like, cause I imagine you have like so much different things going on that the, the time to document how you're doing that and to maybe train or teach that. I mean, that can be such a hard oh, yeah, part, that, you know, that, that if I had any piece of advice for anyone is yeah, spend time documenting how to get things done and, and make a playbook for everything. Yeah. And, and you can spend forever on that stuff, but it's yeah. totally worth every penny. I totally feel that as I, you know, 
with this podcast, mm -hmm. learning systems that I'm using that are working mm -hmm. and like not forgetting them for the next time. Otherwise that's like, you know, a task that I could have gotten down to 10 minutes was like another 30 minutes again. Mm -hmm. um, it, and it's hard, you know, because documenting is, you know, it's, it's helpful, but it's time consuming in and of itself. Yeah. And then one of the most difficult challenges for in our industry is things change a lot. So mm -hmm. by the time you're done documenting a process for a specific, uh, you know, task we do, like the, the, it can complete, be completely different the next year. Yeah. So that can be really frustrating. Um, so yeah, I kind of focus more on more general approaches or not getting overly detailed because it can, you know, you might yeah. have to morph things. Yeah, totally. Well, speaking on that, how it sounds like like you're saying, this industry and this work can change. What kind of changes are you seeing in the industry right now? And Oh, well, the biggest one right now is just that unknown that, you know, that AI can mm. completely change how search engine optimization is and, and search behavior more. There, no one knows what's going to happen. Mm. Um, some people are completely afraid that there will no be, there will no longer be a, the traditional search engine anymore. Other people are more optimistic and they're like, this is going to help us create content and make things easier. So, in the, and I don't really worry too much about it. Um, I mean, we, we've definitely, I've always been like learning to adapt no matter what happens. So, but that's definitely the number one thing on everyone's mind right now. Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, I think we're seeing that just about everywhere. Uh, you know, what's AI, you know, how it's going to impact um, different industries. So um, as we're nearing the end of the podcast, I'd love to hear your vision uh, for Judicious. What do you see, you know, in the next year and beyond? Oh, okay. So um, definitely uh, we're probably going to scale down into more uh, more local business uh, SEO. That's one of the things that we want to focus on. And uh, the next thing we might uh, open up is just training. So letting, uh, you know, marketing departments or small business owners uh, learn how to do SEO themselves through training um, and maybe even some social media marketing. So there's been a lot of demand for that and requests for that. So kind of like we're looking forward mm -hmm. to setting that up. Awesome. Well, uh, before before we go, Sean, uh, mm -hmm. can you share with how people can stay connected with you or anything else you'd like for people to know about Judicious? Yeah, I think the best way to stay connected to me is just at Sean V work on Twitter. Um, or, you know, look me up on LinkedIn. It's probably where I'm, I'm, I spend most of my time. Awesome. Uh, well, Sean, thank you so much for your time and for sharing with us what it's like behind the scenes working in uh, SEO and blog and content writing. And for those listening, definitely connect with him on Twitter and LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, this was just fantastic. I appreciate your time so much. Yeah, thank you.